This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to a new edition of the Cardscast. I'm Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon here with publisher Jody Demling. A lot to talk about uh, and not really some pleasantries to start things off with. Get a little, little recap of what happened to the Louisville football team and their, their opener down at the Chick-fil-A kickoff in Atlanta. You know the story. Ole Miss uh, pretty much dominated from the start, 43 to 24. The Cardinals, the losers in their opener. Uh, Jody, it just it wasn't really a pretty game, obviously. And, and it started out, uh, you know, the, the way Ole Miss came out immediately offensively. And you knew they were going to. I mean, they're one of the top offensives in the country, returning so many weapons from last year. Um, so you knew they were going to come out. But the ease that they did it from the start uh, was really troubling. And obviously the, the offensive – especially in the first half, the offensive struggles to get things going uh, was not the look that you want to, to start year three of the Scott Satterfield era. No, not at all. And, and, and uh, it was, uh, it was ugly. Just, yeah. just yeah, that's a good word uh, for it. Uh, ugly, no two ways uh, about it, but um, look before, and, and I do want to, I, I mean, towards the end, towards the end of our talk here, I do want to talk about a couple of positives because after watching the film over again and looking at the grades and, and, and how guys graded out, there are a couple of really, really good positives uh, uh, that, that came out of this game. But the, the thing that disappointed maybe me the most, Michael, was, um, and I'm not saying they weren't fired up, they weren't ready. Look, I, I, I saw them, um, you know, they were, fo- they were laser focused. They were, they were ready to go. Uh, but for some reason, and I don't know if it was that first play that kind of knocked them back on their heels a little bit, the defense kind of played tentative or timid early in the game. And, and, and that, I, I don't know, that's just something that I, I did not expect. I really did not expect that to happen at all. And, and to me, that's the biggest disappointment to me. Yes, there's missed tackles, there's missed blocks, there's uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 an interception, a terrible fumble, a missed block that should have been a touchdown on a, on a, on a throwback that, that, that should never happen. There's a lot of things that went wrong. But to me, the worst thing that went wrong was early in that game being timid and, uh, and, and then kind of getting back on their heels once that happened. And, and, and it was hard to recover from that. Now, I, I will say this. Look, Ole Miss, Matt Corral, He's not like standing down on the field with next to him by him. He's not the biggest dude in the world, but he's pretty good. He's he's really, really, really talented. Um, and 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 I think Ole Miss is probably a little bit better than I thought they were. You know, I think I picked 34 to 28 or 30 31 to 27, something like that. I don't know. We were close. The mm-hmm. two of us were close picks. Um it, after this and going back, it, yeah, they were probably the seven to ten was probably right anywhere between seven and ten. Uh, it shouldn't have been what it was because I thought Louisville played, uh, a, a, you know, poorly in the first in the first half. 
but Ole Miss was better than what I thought they were, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I thought it was obviously quite smart of Ole Miss, you know, as one of the worst defenses in the country last year to come out with basically an essentially a new look. I mean, they pretty much rebuilt their defense. And instead of being a, a blitz happy uh, defense that gets burned, um, they're basically forcing you to, you know, to, to try to beat eight guys dropping back uh, in the coverage. And that's difficult to do. And obviously they made some adjustments at halftime. I would have liked to have seen some more in-game adjustments against that, um, you know, and maybe that's something we'll see as, as we progress, but, you know, going in into the season, you know, Jody, we've talked about it extensively on the podcast, on the message boards and, and everywhere else. Um, the concern about wide receivers, um, obviously when you lose two guys to the NFL, you know, those are high production guys and, and Louisville's got a depth chart of wide receivers, but none of them, you know, Braden Smith the most, and even he wasn't a feature guy last year, really didn't have experience being the guy at wide receiver. Um, and you could really see that they struggled, you know, and I think that you could really tell all the way through the game, even though you had some guys start to step up, Josh, Josh Johnson had really making uh, a nice outing, a career outing for him. Uh, but even so, all the way to the end of the game, you could tell that they were still struggling to to find a wide receiver to step up. Marshawn Ford did his thing, um, but he can't do it all. Um, so, you know, that's that's going to remain a concern. That's something that obviously they need to answer uh, pretty quickly. You know, and I did expect a little more out of the defense. Um, you know, I was excited about the secondary, and you know, I'm not giving up on any of these guys, I think as the season progresses, obviously the experience and, and all that, you know, should, you know, help you improve as the season progresses. But in your, but in season, in the first game, um, you know, I expect to see more out of the secondary, I expect to see more really from each position uh, yeah. you know, defensively. So, um, you know, they all showed some good things and, and kind of like you were talking about there, um, you know, I put on the message board yesterday that, you know, this game kind of resembled what we saw a lot of last year, you know, Lost a turnover margin again. That's the 14th time uh, in 25 games during the Satterfield era that they've lost a turnover margin. They're now two and 12 in those games, which obviously, if you're losing the turnover margin, it makes it a lot harder, you know, to win ball games. You know, so you know, and then you talk about the missed blocks, you know, and, and other things where if they would have done their fundamental job of what they're supposed to do, you know, a block, you know, you know for. Cunningham when he gets that pass back or Hassan Hall hanging onto that ball. If they do, you know, the fundamentals, um, it's a different ball game in the first half. But again, that's that was the trend for Louisville last year. And unfortunately, through game one of 2021, it's kind of the same. Yeah. And and look, and I, I've learned I've been around a lot of coaches. Well, first of all, this is probably not going to be a I mean, a lot of people, some people might not agree with me. I was standing there. I I felt it. I saw it. I know what happened. Okay. This did not feel like the Alabama game back in 2018. Okay. That was a total beat down. Never had a chance, ever had a chance. And I'm not saying Louisville had a chance the other night, but this, I thought the other night was at least that Louisville had a few, um, they, they, there were bright spots and the guys didn't, didn't quit. Um, and, and again, Nothing for me, I know for fans it has, but nothing for me has really changed. I said we would know a lot about this team after the first 12 days of the season, and I still say we're going to know a lot of things about this team in the first 12 days of the season. Are things trending the right way right now? No, but, but you know, 
a blowout win over EKU and a win against Central Florida, a very good Central Florida team. And, and, and I think a lot, you know, I, I know some people is not going to change their opinion, but I think a lot of people's will. I, I've been this, what I was going to start to talk about. I've been around a lot of coaches. I've, I've, I've tried to learn and decipher over the course of my career, like what to believe, what numbers to look at, what data to look at. And, and, and so you take a little bit of everything. I, I love the eye test. I was there on the field. I saw what happened. I came back. I watched a replay. And I saw that would happen. Now, as far as like grades are concerned, you know, the pro football focus guys are really good at what they do. I don't buy 1000% stock in, in them and what they say, because there are different things. Like, for instance, I saw Cole Bentley kind of get whooped up front a little bit. And he did not, while his great overall grade wasn't terrible, his pass blocking grade was one of the highest on the team, which again, that's, that's the intangible that you got to look at your eye. You got to look, you've got to put a little bit of both on there. Okay. Um, but I will say this, you mentioned Marshawn Ford. He had a couple of nice catches, but Marshawn Ford, in my opinion, after watching the film was, uh, had a very poor game. Um, and as a matter of fact, he graded out under 50% for that game overall, his offen offensive efficiency is under 50%. He missed a block on, uh, on the, um, was a third and short, and maybe the second, uh, third and short, maybe the second div uh, series of the game, I believe is what it was. Mm -hmm. He missed a block. Um, he missed another one on a pass protection. It, it, again, I just don't think, you know, he was in there for 70 plays. And, uh, and I just don't think he did kind of what he is capable of doing, you know, in, in, in that game. On the flip side of it, Josh Johnson only played for 18 plays on the day. And I think we'll see his uh, number increase in plays because he had the best percentage. He graded out the best of anybody on offense. Um, you know, he had the catches. Um, he was in there on some run blocks and did a nice job. Uh, on on the run blocking, so so I think we're going to see him go up. Uh, you know, and, and again, offensively, they just have to find someone to step up. And I know we keep saying it, and unfortunately, um, it, it's it it we said it before the season, and it came to fruition. Yeah, um, you know, and there there are there were some additional positives. Um, I was really impressed with Michael Gonzalez, the true freshman offensive lineman, and heard a lot of positive things uh, about him coming out of camp, and he kind of seemed to back that up in his uh, first college outing. Um, I did like the fact, as you mentioned a few moments ago, that the, the defense, or excuse me, the entire team didn't quit. Um, you know, and that was a, that's a positive, you know, that's one glaring difference, obviously, between the Alabama game of a few years ago and this one is, you know, that was kind of the start of, okay, forget this season, we're done, and before game one was even over. But this, this you know, I was impressed how they did keep fighting, um, and they did find some answers. Obviously, you know, you have to figure the – you know, defensively, Ole Miss didn't have the same fire that they did in the, in the first half going, you know, getting a 26-0 halftime lead. But still, that Louisville did make some adjustments, um, and the offense was able to find, you know, some sort of rhythm. And, and you know, Malik was able to, to connect with some receivers. So, um, I mean, it was the strangest thing at halftime when you see the starting quarterback leading you in, re, in, in passing with very little, with rushing, and then as, as well as receiving with a – nine yard reception that was one of the weirdest stats I've seen in a long time but 
Um, but moving forward, as you mentioned, they got Eastern Kentucky coming in uh, this weekend. It's a game they've got to come out and, and do what they're supposed to do, which is win big. I mean, whenever you have an FCS opponent in your building, especially your home opener, just come out, you know, smash them, you know, let some guys get some additional, you know, reps that, uh, that should be beneficial going down the road. And then you've got that, I think, a game that's almost become a must win for this team with Central Florida coming in uh, to Cardinal Stadium. So we'll continue to preview both of those games as, as they, you know, as they approach. But um, it's not just on the field stuff. There's also recruiting going on for football, for basketball. Uh, and it's it's a big period coming up in these next few days. Yeah, no, it definitely is a, a, a huge period coming up uh, over the course of the next uh, few weeks. Weeks, yes, and, weeks. Yeah, and uh, this weekend, you know, Louisville will have some unofficial visitors on campus for uh, for not only uh, football for the game, but also for basketball. Uh, Caleb Glenn will be out there for uh, for basketball, uh, along with Damon King and, and Aiden Evans, two 2024 kids from around here. So uh, we've got some other uh, like I said, some other things that uh, that will happen over the course of the next few weeks. We'll see some official visitors, some unofficial visitors. Um, we've got a bunch of posts up now, um, and and I think it's going to be, um, you know, it, 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 it's it's a period right now when you're going to see a lot of 2023 guys for both football and basketball because the classes are so small in in 2022 that you just don't want to bring in a ton of guys. Uh, that you that you might not offer and that you might not take or whatever so uh, it'll, it'll be a lot it'll be uh, it, I'm I'm excited to see kind of the Louisville live in the in the atmosphere and uh, uh, you know hopefully this Eastern Kentucky game can kind of get us you know everybody started in a on a positive trend you know I mean it's it's a game that Louisville should win and they should win easy um, if if they do um, it's not going to tell us anything. Again, it's all going to be that Louisville Live. That Louisville Live weekend is going to be uh, unbelievable to me, in my opinion. So it is, um, you know. And Louisville's got to beat Eastern Kentucky and look good doing it. Um, but you know, I, I guess a side note, you know, it, it's you know, I'm kind of looking forward to you know that there's actually going to be recruits back on campus, you know, for games and things. You know, have kind of missed that. So um, it's nice to see that process. You know you know, getting, getting built back up and, and become a part of the, you know, big part of the recruiting process as well. And of course we'll have, you know, constant coverage of who's coming, you know, what they thought of, uh, you know, both football and basketball um, as it happens. So uh, plenty of, uh, you know, hopefully good news ahead for Louisville. Hopefully the football team can start to, to write that ship and got to do it quick. Cause you know, as we both said, the UCF game, uh, which is coming up and now in less than two weeks is, is going to be very telling to where this Louisville pro football program probably will head uh, the rest of the season. Yeah. All right. It should be fun. It's going to be positive and it's going to be better than this week <laughs> has been. That's what, that's my, my that's fingers my, are crossed and I'm knocking on wood. Uh, that's my, that's my gut feeling. So, all right, that's, uh, uh, that's it for today. We'll be back later in the week. We'll have more uh, looking forward and, uh, and looking ahead. He's uh, Michael McCammon. I'm Jody Denling. This has been the Cards Cast. <laughs>